0: welcome to babylon in this podcast i discuss with various guests news and current events through the lens of the bible the bible often makes reference to this world as babylon and even though we live in babylon we as christians are called to be different to be holy as he is holy so let's take a look together at god's word our instruction for life welcome to babylon Welcome to Babylon, my name's Jeremy, and tonight I am with my darling Erica. Hi. It's good to have you on, <laughs> the, on the podcast. It's good to be here. We haven't done one in quite a while, in fact I think it was just before Easter with Andre we did our last podcast, and the reason we haven't been able to do that, uh, is, and we're leaning on this excuse, uh, is that our boy has turned one. Yeah. So we, uh, we had a bit of a party, safari style uh, had all his buddies around him. It was a very cool day. And he smashed his cupcake birthday cake in his face, and it was awesome.
1: Yeah, he picked it up like a hamburger and just went for it. It yep. was great.
0: As cake should always be eaten. <laughs> well, uh, a year on from his birth, uh, we thought we'd just go back and have a look at how God has been so faithful to us uh, in in so many different ways, we wanted to um, particularly go back to the story of uh, the pregnancy, where we had uh, a few difficulties and a few scares, and uh, just show you how uh, we we didn't always handle it well, but we we tried our best to to trust mm-hmm. God through this whole um, situation. Um, Babylon doesn't just throw us um, all these issues uh, in, in politics and critical race theory, uh, euthanasia, all the other things that we've looked at before. But um, the flesh also deals with the fact that we um, can be sick, we can have disability, and we can die. And, uh, and so we wanted to look at um, the struggles that we went through and how the Lord brought us through them. Mm. So uh, it all started in the United States of America. Yes. Uh, we found out we were, well, I wasn't pregnant but you were pregnant yep. uh, The day after we went to
1: Disneyland Yes, so yeah, we were staying with my brother and his family in San Diego And we went to Disneyland And the very next day We found out we are going to have a baby
0: Yeah, so we believe that a uh, child is life from conception And so, Elisha, you have been to Disneyland Do not complain yes. <laughs> um, Yeah, you are a blessed child Well, um, from there on, uh, till about December, we actually had a pretty normal pregnancy. Um, Yeah. Lots of fun and joy and uh, working out from day to day what size he is uh, in comparison to various vegetables.
1: Yep. Is he an avocado or a... Cabbage. A head of lettuce.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There was an app that compared and contrasted as we went on the journey. Um, But then came the day of the scan, the big day, Mm. Uh, December time, roughly. Yeah.
1: So this was the 20-week anatomy scan Mm -hmm. where they do a lot of measurements on baby and a lot of people find out um, if it's a boy or girl at that point, which we did not. (laughs) Jeremy talked me into being surprised, which I'm glad he did. Yep, I'm glad you did, but it was a... Hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I wanted to know, but it, I wanted that special moment of finding yeah. out. In
1: the end, I'm, I'm glad that we waited.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> well, um, the scan. We'd had scans before, but this one was particularly uh, traumatic, especially mm. for Erica, because... Well, you you tell the story. You know it better than yeah.
1: I do. Well, throughout the scan, um, the lady seemed happy with all mm. of the growth and development. Uh, then she went to show the doctor the images just to see if he was happy with them. So me and Jeremy were just excited and happy in the room. Um, And then she came back a bit awkwardly, just in the doorway.
0: A bit, um, yeah. Just a bit.
1: (laughs) To tell us that the doctor thought the ventricles and the brain looked big, which meant there was probably water on the brain. Um, So she kind of just said,
0: And there is supposed to be um, an element of fluid on the brain to lubricate the brain, but there is more than usual. Yeah, like they
1: were bigger than they were supposed to be. Mm. And so she said that we would need to go to Starship, which is the um, children's hospital here in Auckland, um, to have an appointment. And, you know, you get that information, and so you're like, do we go now? Like, is it an emergency? And she's like, no, it'll happen. And I asked what does this mean? Do we need to be really worried about this? And again, she kind of was just, uh, I don't really know, but, uh, you'll have an appointment. So it was just very up in the air air and not, um, probably done in the, I mean, there was no no
0: bedside manner whatsoever.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not an easy thing to say to somebody anyways, but, um, me and Jeremy kind of hoped or in hindsight, it would have been nice if the doctor (laughs) (laughs) would have, Bothered to come um, in the room, shared yeah. that information. Yeah, but as as frustrated, and I think we were, we definitely were sinful and being angry at this woman. Yeah. Later on, um, we do forgive her yeah. for that um, hardship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but
0: so you, I think it obviously being the one that was pregnant took it really hard, and mm. as we we're walking out to to pay for our visit, yeah,
1: we still had to pay for the. <laughs> Yeah. appointment. So I just so said, she, Jeremy, can you pay? And he went to the front desk and I just pretty much ran out to the, to the car. car to cry. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that, that was that was a pretty hard moment uh, in the pregnancy journey. Um, and then we were then referred on to specialists yeah. and we had another scan and they... I think at that point, they weren't saying that it was so much an issue of hydrocephalus, but that uh, septo-optic dysplasia, am I Um, right in saying that? Yeah, that was after the the
1: MRI. So we had an MRI that told us that the fluid's actually not so much the issue, Mm. but um, it's actual brain development. So, yeah, because beforehand we thought, okay, hydrocephalus, he might need a shunt.
0: A shunt. Yeah. I keep getting we it were trying to work out what it, what
1: a- <laughs> He would need a shunt put in after he was born to drain the excess fluid. But um I think when I was 26 weeks pregnant I ended up having an MRI which showed that wasn't so much the issue but yeah, development of the brain. So um they told us there would be possible blindness, um seizures,
0: Slow development. Slow
1: development, not hitting milestones. Mm.
0: Um, so the yeah. devastation was kind of piling on. Yeah. Uh, and we were, you know, the wind was really taken out of our sails. In fact, uh, this, the whole time we had friends and family mm-hmm. around us um, willing to just come and cry with us uh, at the drop of a hat. Our pastors were there um, so quickly, mm. uh, and, and friends just supported us through the whole thing, and, and we're reminded of that passage, that we are to weep with those who weep, and rejoice with those who rejoice, and and so uh, we, we certainly had people coming around us, um, crying with us, uh, but we were also blessed that that year, many people from our church also mm. had babies.
1: So also lots of rejoicing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so we were happy, and our little yeah. guy has some buddies to hang out with now, and um, mm. And that's that's pretty special. But at the end of that day, when we were when we had the MRI, we were at home, pretty crying. low, crying. It was
1: probably <laughs> one of the saddest, worst days of my life because I just remember uh, we didn't even really know how to talk to each other at that point. We were just so yeah, exa- like mentally and physically exhausted, um,
0: kind of just staring into the yeah.
1: space. And
0: but we we did the usual we went to bed we prayed um i would talk to elisha uh, in the in the valley and i would like um sing to him and all kinds of things and and then that night Mm -hmm. for the first time the lord orchestrated for that moment to be the the time when i first felt him kick yeah and i totally handled it like a man and didn't (laughs) cry no, nah, it was a
1: miss.
0: <laughs> I was an absolute miss.
1: It was definitely...
0: What we needed.
1: It was, yeah, what... Because well, I had been feeling him move because, you know, the mom feels it first. Um, but I think for someone else to feel the baby from the outside, yeah, I think so. I was about 26 weeks pregnant at that point. Mm. Um, so for Jeremy to feel him move, I think it just was very comforting and... Emotional. <laughs> it was. But awesome.
0: So we, um, it, it, everything wasn't peachy through, throughout the journey. We, there were moments where we were really pushing into him and, and spending time in prayer into the Lord. And and, uh, and yet there were also times where we, we had to repent for a lack mm. of faith. Um, we didn't know what was going to happen next because um, for all we knew, we could have a special needs child that would demand so much time and and energy. And-
1: yeah, because really the specialists at the hospital really didn't give us hope at all. I um, think their job is really to give you a worst case scenario which they definitely did. Um, so it was hard to, to find mm. hope or a, a, even a middle ground. Like I was... Really envisioning um, feeding our childs, you know, into adulthood or not being able to run or play with friends and, you know, those kind of things. Mm. So
0: they even, uh, even though they knew my profession as as a pastor, and, and so they didn't say it outright, but they insinuated that the opportunity for abortion could be on the on the carts, on on the table, if, if we wanted to take that option, mm. and so we were we were mixed with a couple of emotions. Part of me was angry
1: mm. at
0: even the suggestion of that, but there was also, um, and we've both said this before, an appreciation. We we don't <laughs> we don't agree with the idea of abortion at all. We would never do it, and yet I can understand the overwhelming fear that came upon us in that mm. moment.
1: And if you don't have a faith to
0: lean into lean
1: into if you don't have yeah. an understanding of God and his sovereignty and his goodness what what do you have you just have fear um, and it's big and it, it's huge because it's not yeah. it's and I guess some people could say it's just selfishness with which there is a degree of selfishness but it's also oh what is their life going to be like um, hmm. but
0: regardless it's a life that will bring glory to God. Mm,
1: and it never crossed our minds, no. you know, but, but it did give us, I think, um, compassion, more compassion, yeah. I think for people right that are, are in that situation. Yeah. So if you're listening and you've had news like that, I hope you can be encouraged by this.
0: Yeah. Call out, ask for help because, um, ultimately our boy, as normal as a Kindle child can come out, mm. uh, has come out uh, a normal child mm. without any issues. And, uh, and so we're blessed. Uh, ending a, a life would have been a, a complete nut of waste. But you were also um, a world away, quite literally, from your family. And that was hard in of itself. Yeah. And so your dear sisters came out to visit us. And that was a yep. real encouragement. My
1: sisters came out in March. Um, just as COVID was kind of showing up in New Zealand. Oh, actually, no, I don't think it was in New Zealand yet, but it was definitely making its way around America, so we were wondering if and when my sisters could go back, which they made it back okay, but it was really nice having them here and seeing me pregnant. and
0: Helping us to stock up on toilet paper from Pack and Save and clear the shelves.
1: In a... What ten kg bag of rice? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that, we didn't freak out at all. We we no. handled it real well. <laughs> yeah. Chill. <laughs> so chill.
1: Um, but yeah, I think too So Elisha ended up being born on the last day of that level four lockdown. So me and Jeremy really had all of lockdown to be together. Yeah, um, we which didn't was have different. um I mean, yeah, we had the distraction of a global pandemic <laughs> and a pregnancy. <laughs> Those one pregnancy chickens and, uh, with uh,
0: uh, Auntie Jacinda. Yeah.
1: Um, but it was as hard and difficult as that time was, it was awesome to have together Yeah, to kind of slow down. Like we had to slow down. Um, there was nowhere and, to go. Yeah. <laughs> and dig more into God's word and trusting him. And I really do think that God blessed us in that time with less worry. Because as the time came closer for Elisha to be born, I actually don't remember worrying so much about, like, seizures or...
0: Well, I think, particularly as the woman, the the child, she's become a bit of a back foot when you consider the pain that is a. But
1: I honestly don't um, think... I think I was more curious about how, like, his birth story, like... I ended up needing to be induced. So I was just like, how how was it going to happen? You know, because there's a million ways, (laughs) like, you don't know. um, And especially with with COVID restrictions, my whole thing was I did not want to be induced because that meant I had to go into the hospital by myself without Jeremy. But if I had gone into labor naturally on my own, then jeremy could have gone with mm. me from the beginning so that was my big thing was i just want my husband with me when yeah. this baby is coming so because it wasn't just
0: that you went to a number of appointments on your own as well
1: yeah um
0: and i facetimed you uh, mm-hmm. in those appointments and uh, i always remember the the day he was born dropping you off it was cold uh, yeah. and he,
1: I felt like you were dropping me off at the airport like yeah. I had I had a pillow and a suitcase <laughs> yeah, right. and you drop me off to go have a baby and I was crying so then I go in and they're yeah. probably
0: I felt so hopeless. Well you have U- to like useless, go check in and
1: say. do the covid question so they're probably used to crying pregnant women coming yeah. in. So they're like this way honey. <laughs> so We
0: know exactly what you do. So to be. <laughs> thank
1: you staff at North Shore Hospital for being nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, there was definitely worries and concerns, but I think God did give us a piece about his condition.
0: And we should also say um, that we were really blessed with a wonderful midwife, Mm. who we highly recommend if you want to get in touch with her, let us know. Mm. Uh, But uh, yeah, she really helped us through the process uh, of kind of getting our heads around what was ahead of us.
1: Yeah. She was just exactly what we needed. Yeah. Um, She was ahead of the game all the time, and any time we got horrible, terrifying news from specialists, she was right there saying, remember, they have to give you worst case, you know, don't yeah. worry about it. And if if I could just tell myself, you know, <laughs> back then, like, calm <laughs> down, it's fine, you know, because the idea of, of everything being okay was just so far away. Yeah. And... Well, the world I,
0: was literally crumbling around us. Yeah. Everything was locking down, nations mm. were shutting down, and uh, and then on top of that, we're trying to bring a, a child into a world that everyone is wearing masks, and it, yeah. it was a scary environment at the time.
1: But again, it's the time for us to, that we've uh, repented, and we know yeah. God is sovereign, and to trust him. And
0: Now, uh, you had a, a few passages particularly that you leant into at that time that brought you comfort, but you also read to me, and uh, I should say we also we also sang uh, to Elisha through this time, and, mm-hmm. and we we tried to make every moment uh, a moment of of praise and, and prayer mm-hmm. that we could come to the Lord, um, because we, even though we we did fail at various moments, this was the only way that we were going to find strength and encouragement to to make it through. So, mm-hmm. um, you want to just tell me about those passages a little
1: bit. Yep, so um, a big one that I focused in on a lot is from John, John 9, verse 1 through 3. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. So this was just really encouraging to me and helpful because when you get news that um, something might be wrong that you have no control of, you kind of think, oh, what did I do? Is this a punishment of some kind? Or um, is this my fault? So reading this passage was just really helpful in knowing and trusting that in the end, it's for all for God's glory. It's not about the sin of parents, or it's not the sin of the child. It's not, um, anything to do with our actions, but purely based on glorifying God. So I just had it in my head that if, if God healed our baby, he would be glorified in it. And if God didn't heal our baby, he would be equally glorified in it. And so regardless of what happened, um, trusting that God's sovereign hand would, glorify the situation. So mm. that was a huge comfort to me. Um, and I probably shared that a million times with a bunch of people. <laughs> so some of you might be hearing that for the second or third time. Um, another one was Psalm 23 that we, we both memorized. Um, the Lord is my shepherd. So that was something that I just recited quite often and um, uplifting.
0: Yeah, it brought a lot of comfort to us. And, and we mm. actually... We sang that one to Elisha in the belly a couple times with the Shane and Shane version. Yep. That was a really great album to have. The Psalms are a wonderful place to be in.
1: Yes, I think the whole title of the song is Psalm 23, Surely Goodness and Mercy. If you want to look that up, it's a good one.
0: Check them out. They're great. Well, uh, we got to the day, the big day uh, of Elisha's... Grand entrance into the world, yeah, and uh, and as you said before, we were really at peace. You know, there wasn't um, anxiety over how he was going to look or how what kind of illness he would have. Uh, We were just
1: excited, excited.
0: (laughs) Um, You know, a little nervous um, as any parents would be, Um, but you know, we we were just so excited. Honestly,
1: throughout the whole labor and process i don't think once i thought about his condition no
0: me either i was more worried about that big old needle they shoved in your back and everything else that was going on um but yeah that was yeah Mm -hmm. you're a legend (laughs) man if you are a husband out there and you're wondering should i should i be there in the room when i see to see my wife give birth yes the answer is yes 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 you will have a huge respect for your wife uh, when you see what she is capable of. They are absolute beautiful machines.
1: Thank you. Just,
0: yeah, so much strength. But anyway, when he came out, we didn't know what January was. We didn't even really worry about that at the mm-hmm. time. Um, we hadn't, hadn't formally landed on a name. We had a couple of options up our sleeve. And uh, they just quickly placed him on your chest and um, we were just so overwhelmed at having a baby
1: yeah they we they put him on my chest and he was wrapped up and we actually didn't know what he was and we didn't even think about it we were just looking yeah and crying and happy and excited and then one of the nurses asked wait, is it a boy or a girl? <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Let me check. Yeah.
0: So we <laughs> lifted up a, a leg.
1: Boy. <laughs> it's a boy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah that, was, that was wonderful. And so we, we named him Elisha. Uh, Erica looked up at me, and we were just sure that this was the right name because mm. the meaning behind that name is, my God is salvation. Uh, we pray every night. He's not born saved. He's totally depraved. Trust me, <laughs> he's totally depraved, and yet we um, we pray that the Lord will save him by His grace. Mm. Um, and uh, so He is a God of salvation, um, but He's also a God who has brought Elisha through um, great trial. Um, he still has this con- this condition of cleft optic dysplasia. Um, seizures are a possibility.
1: Yeah. Oh, I should say because yeah, when Elisha was one week old, he did another MRI. Mm. Um, and they found That's right. that it was just as they had seen mm. uh, in the MRI when I was 26 weeks pregnant. So he has had a scan since being born, and it, it isn't good. They said it was quite severe still. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit of a shock. But, but all of the appointments he's had, any appointment with um, the eye doctors, because blindness was a big thing or, um, blood tests for hormones, um, hitting milestones. He's, he's doing everything mm. perfectly. Like physically, um, if you look at him or know him, you would never know that there's something wrong unless you looked at yeah. an MRI. So it's just without science, we would have had no clue.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and so... We're not stressing, well, we have moments of stress, but we, we're not leaning into this concern that he could one day have a seizure or mm. not be able to do certain things. Um, we are just simply leaning into the fact that God has sovereignly been faithful to care for him thus far, and mm. we just we trust him for tomorrow. We don't know uh, what that might bring, um, but we, we've just been really encouraged by uh, what he has done thus far. Mm. Uh, So I wanted to read Psalm 139, uh, verse 13 to 16, just a a classic passage to read in relation to the birth of children and yet um, so important for us because we see how he has intricately designed him uh, from like even before conception. Mm. He's just so um, beautifully made. So verse 13 of 139, "'For you formed my inward parts,' and as yet there was none of them. So even before Elisha was even thought of, uh, from our perspective, uh, God knew exactly uh, what would happen. And Mm. he uh, brought this about so that we could sing the praises of his name, just like um, that passage in John that Erica read before. Uh, This disability that he has uh, that as yet hasn't uh, shown its ugly face in in his actual life, but it has been brought about so that we could bring glory to the name of of Jesus. Mm. We do want to acknowledge, though, that many people, some even dear friends of ours, uh, have had different outcomes. Uh, They've graciously birthed children with severe special needs and and various conditions. Some have even lost their, their loved ones, those little babies. And uh, we just want to remind everyone that the Lord sees each one of them and is glorified in their momentary life. Uh, We've been reminded through this whole experience how faithful our sovereign God is and how wonderful it is to be a part of the family of God Mm. in our weakest moments. They come around us. Mm -hmm. They minister to us and together together we sing the praises of god and show how wonderful he is and and saving us in a physical sense but more importantly in a, in a spiritual sense that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins what a glorious mm. god that we serve well my darling thank you for um, doing this journey with me over the of last course. year of course well that's it from us uh we hope that story was an encouragement to you and if you want to hear more from welcome to babylon please check out our instagram page also subscribe to our channel for more episodes of welcome to babylon